It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're calling on you, zone heads. This mailbag segment is for the listeners. Text us your best question to 50857, and you might win the prize of the day. You've got mail. And today's prize is a pretty darn good one. 50857 is how you can reach out. It's our live mailbag segment. Listener questions. You can ask us anything you want. Magic heat tickets up for grabs. A four-pack that I will send to one of you just for asking us a question. 50857 is how you can reach us. And uh, so far, pretty slow on the text line. I'm going to be honest, a little worried. Nobody wants to go to Magic Games anymore. Is that what's going on? What's happening over here? I guess here? I've been a bad influence. I you, said I'm done for the year. <laughs> I keep so looking over at that media section, and uh, I don't see Tazi's hat. I haven't been there in a while. It's what's been about three on? or four games. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Taking some time uh, off. Yet here it says on the text line, as this has coincided with Tazi not coming to Magic Games, is him obsessing over the Knicks, who he claims he's not a fan of. But this person on the text line says Taz watches every Knicks game. Hilarious remark. So far in the lead for just because it, it's funny. I think it's the same person giving me a hard time about the Knicks. They did lose in Sacktown last night. The Kings. Red Hot Kings. I keep forgetting that... Uh, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk played together in college, and now they're wearing the reverse numbers of what they wore in college. Wow, I did not uh, realize that last part, and I completely forgot that they played at Kentucky. I saw somebody remark about it last night, and I kind of did as well, because Malik Monk, it took him a while to get some traction in the NBA, and now he's he's found a great landing spot. He had a couple good individual games at times, but could never really put it together, and the way the Kings play, it just works. I'm here. I'm here for the Kings. I kind of wish I got on that Kings to win the West at what was it, a hundred to one or something at one point. They're the second yeah. seed. I don't know if they're really going to, but they're why a not? threat, though. I mean, Demont- the beam. Uh, De'Aaron Fox kind of speaks for himself. Their secret sauce is Demontis Sabonis. He's been otherworldly, and it just feels like the last time they were successful it was Vlade Divac vibes, and he really was great at dishing the rock. They got another big. Eastern European big who can dish the rock. It's crazy. I watched Sabonis play. He plays like he's three inches taller and 35 pounds heavier. He he plays like a legitimate big, but he's not really that big. Yeah, I mean, he's got size, but yeah, I mean, it really reminds me of Arvidas. It's new age Arvidas, like his father. Just based on he's a triple-double, walking triple-double threat and can affect the game in all three categories, and at the time, I remember really spouting it out that I loved that deal for the Kings as opposed to the Pacers when they traded Halliburton to get Sabonis. Well, it's it's truly worked out for both teams. And I guess you could say, even though Halliburton was an all-star, the Kings won the deal in, in the short term. They're the ones that are about to make the playoffs as a two-seed. It, it is crazy because it feels like, feels like both won. 
I think both sides won. Halliburton is perfect yeah. for Indiana. I mean, he's their face of their franchise, and they can build around him. You can but... see why they made the deal. Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox together is a little bit of a logjam. You almost have too much of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Halliburton is crazy good. And even though his jumper looks broken, it really goes in. He lights yeah. it up statistic-wise and should be a legit. One of the best pass-first type point guards in the NBA. If you watch him play, it's insane what he does. But... The fact that the Kings had to break this playoff drought and they're finally going to, they it means they finally made a good move. Like I've never seen a Kings front office. It feels like forever since they've made actual winning moves and they've hit on everything really in the past year. Okay, so just so you guys know, we're about to dig into our questions, and as per usual, even though it was a sl- you guys are slow out of the gate, the questions are starting to pile up now. We're getting a lot of magic questions. You guys don't have to text in magic questions. In fact, I think that we are already capped. I'm okay with the questions we have, but if we get more, it's going to get really redundant for Mm -hmm. the next 10 to 15 minutes. So uh, cap on magic questions. Send us something else so that we can diversify this segment a little bit. Well, I got to hit pause here because we know how this text line likes to kind of get... Um, frisky with us. Can you guys disagree about something so that we can hear that Kendrick Perkins soundbite? It's the facts! Yes! <laughs> we got I it ready. I wasn't sure if Tazu was going to have that one ready to go. Oh, we got it ready. We have it ready. What can we? Oh, I guess we'll end up arguing about something. Tazu has it ready. That's the most important part. Somebody said, why am I bobbing my head to this Morgan & Morgan commercial? It is kind of a bop. I don't mind it. I looked over at the log. Like, is this really, like, a commercial? Uh, is this really a spot that's being used? Because it was a different sort of jam, and I don't think I've heard it until this day. They do a really good job with their commercials. Got to give them credit there. You have to. Who has been the Orlando Magic with the shortest tenure? Hmm. Well, Spud Webb, you said, played like four games. I, mean, yeah, I don't know if they're talking about ever. I guess ever. Maybe it would be Spud Webb. Yeah, he was only here for a couple games. Uh, as, in terms of the guys that are on the team, I guess the answer would be my, Michael Carter-Williams. He hasn't played a minute yet, but yeah. he was acquired a couple weeks ago. They, they should have just hired him to the coaching staff. I mean, they kind of did. Yeah. They basically did. Why is he suiting up? He should He's be not really. Suit. Well, I guess coaches don't wear suits anymore. I wonder if that's ever coming back. I mean, it looks, as somebody who likes to dress casual, it's, it was sort of the most underrated thing to come out of COVID, NBA-wise, is the coaches never really went back to wearing suits. That was a COVID thing? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I guess you're right. Coaches used to always wear suits. Yeah, you're right. Somebody said here, will the Magic make the play-in? Like, we haven't had that conversation a million times. No, the Magic are probably not going to make the play-in, unfortunately. What? But we have already shifted gears to the draft. We're excited about 10 to 12 names. So all is good on that front. All is great. Somebody said here, listener question, I want those magic tickets. Would you all prefer an NCAA tournament with a lot of early round upsets or only a few upsets and two Cinderella teams making it to the Elite Eight or Final Four? So, Interesting. Very good question. That is an excellent question. I think about this every single year. So do you like a lot of early round upsets or just a couple, but those couple make a really deep run I think I like that one better. I mean, I think I, I like the teams that if you're going to have the upset, if you're going to knock a team out that is legitimate, I need you to go somewhere with it, not just to the round of 32. True. I mean, I like a lot of early round upsets because that's what March Madness is to me, just a bunch of shockwaves created on day one and day two. And then it's all the more fun when in the second round they continue the theme. So I, I like to see 
upsets happen the first two rounds. But after that, it's like, all right, now let's get into these powerhouses and, and watch legit basketball. I think, uh, forget who was bringing it up, might have been Raheem Palmer, might have been somebody else, but like when St. Peter's ran into North Carolina, it was just a bloodbath. It wasn't really fun yeah. to watch. It was actually depressing, especially if you're rooting for the Peacocks at that point. But, but you I eventually enjoy, get your match. I enjoy the lead-up to a game like that. I think when you get to the Elite Eight or the Final Four, to have one true blue Cinderella around three other or seven other blue bloods, I think makes it that much more interesting. So I, I'd i like to have both because early round upsets that it, you can't avoid that, first of all. So, I mean, we could sit here and say, no, let the, let's have a year where that doesn't happen. It's always going to happen, which is why it's great. But I want teams that actually go somewhere because if if you just, it's just an upset for a sake of an upset unless it leads to a story. And those are the teams that we remember, are the ones that don't just win one game. They're the Oral Roberts that actually advance beyond that. No, and I hear what you're saying. I mean, based on the way I like to bet the tournament, and there's a slight chance I, I come out of retirement for a little bit for uh, next week. I'm going to make a bold prediction <laughs> <laughs> that you will. I mean, we'll see. I need to see what these lines look like. Sometimes Vegas, it, it's like uh, a 12-5 matchup, and the spread's like three and a half. And it's yeah. like, nah, I don't want any part of that. If we're getting good odds, St. Peter's, Kentucky-type type odds, then I think I'm I'm going to be about that. But I like the question there. Made me think. And I'd rather a bunch of early upsets and Blue Bloods, only Blue Bloods, Elite Eight on. Somebody said that uh, the reason why we weren't getting a bunch of texts at first is because of the short notice and being able to use this prize. It's tomorrow. I don't think that that's too short. No, well, once we complained about it, the texts came in this like waves. True. I mean, I I can't even scroll far enough to see. Give me Taz's tickets. Taz doesn't actually get tickets. I got a badge. He gets a badge, and it's got his face on it. And so I don't think that that would work. <laughs> it does have your face, right? It does have there my face. Go. I'm suited up. Who's the one player on the Magic that you would trust to babysit your kid? Interesting. Oh, this uh, is easy. Mm. Now, let me think about that. <laughs> Who's the gentleman of the Magic? Now, it, I think the one that would be the most fun if I invited him to the park and hung out Cole. would be Cole. Yeah. But if I had to leave the situation... I think I want Wendell Carter Jr. I, I was going to say that. Yeah. If yeah. I'm not if I'm not there to observe, I need a responsible adult. Yeah, Wendell. And I trust Wendell the most. I, I or think, Coach Mosley. Wendell or Coach Mose. I think we're <laughs> we're right in tandem there. Yep. I like that. You got to think differently when you when you're leaving the equation when it comes to your <laughs> child. Um, let's see. Tail Tazi double date Magic versus Miami. Love so it. they want to go on a date with you and I your lady. It. I do, well, she doesn't like basketball, so it'd just be us two. But uh, no, I got, I got things to do. Well, we were supposed to see Tim Dillon, my favorite comedian, in Palm Beach on Saturday, and uh, he's got strep throat. Quick really? change of plans. We called the uh, the venue that that is having him perform, and we let them know about this. They didn't even know yet. That's how on it I am wow. with Tim Dillon. Thirty three minutes prior to that, I found out that he had strep throat. That's a bummer. And I was like the one to break the news to them, and then official announcement announcements were made. But we're still going down there. I'm surprised you don't hear stuff like that more. It's, it's truly. I mean, I'm plugged in when it comes to my favorite comedians. Should the, I, I'm annoyed by this question. Should the magic start to tank for Wemby? Can I tell you the two reasons I'm annoyed by this? One, it's a little late in the game for that. Way late. Teams have already done it. Yeah. <laughs> you are way behind on the tanking for Wembenyama 
And the other thing is, I get that people are excited about him. You got to move off of that one player and thinking that if you don't get the first pick, that it's like, ah, who cares? This draft is loaded. It's flush. And the Magic need the other pieces that are going to be entering this draft more than they need that guy. Now, obviously, you take him if you get the first pick. But the, your focus should not be on Victor Wembanyama. Not at all. No. And, I mean, the chances of them winning the lottery, what will it be at this rate? They got a 7 or 8% chance? Yeah, something like that. Gives you a shot. But, uh, you know, I'll go on the record saying I think it's going to be one of the three worst teams that get him. Uh, getting the first pick two years in a row would be amazing. But if Scoot, if they were somehow in a position to get Scoot or trade up for Scoot or Scoot fell, that would be terrific. But I'm on the Brandon Miller wave. Grady Dick seems like a good prospect. We'll continue to evaluate him in important basketball down the stretch, but he's just a freshman. He has room to grow. A lot of sort of Franz-ish type movements in his game, so it would be cool to have like a, another different type of version of Franz, I feel like. And, uh, yeah, there's other guys that I haven't even really scouted yet. So, uh, I trust Welt. I mean, most of all, we got a pretty sharp president of basketball operations. Yeah, like Bianchi was doing that this morning. Oh, the Magic lost again. So now they're they're in the sweepstakes for Victor Wimbanyama. This is about so much more than that one player. I I think you've had how much time to look and see that there are other players that are available. It's not about one guy. I mean, there are I, multiple players that can help this team. It's beyond this freak from France. The freak from France. I, I do think because he's been pegged as the best prospect since LeBron, that's why the fanfare is what it is. Okay, let me use that year as a great example. Getting LeBron oh. would have obviously been amazing. You know what else would have been awesome? Getting Dwayne Wade. Or Chris Bosh or yeah. Melo. I mean, that year that's, is also pretty rare. But Right, but I think that this year... To say it's going to be like that is asking a lot. Those are all Hall of Famers. But that's the kind of attitude that I have entering. Yeah, number one would be awesome. But outside of number one, you can also get guys that are going to help. I think the Magic already have the pillar of their franchise. So I don't really need another one. I'd like it. It'd be great icing on the cake, but I don't think the Magic need that as I, desperately yeah. as desperately as a team like San Antonio has literally nothing. They oh. have to get Victor Wembanyama. Otherwise, strip, for them, it's a bust. They stripped their roster specifically to do this. So yeah. yes, and Houston could use a, a, a another pillar or Detroit. I mean, they they're brewing something as well. I just look at it as wow, the Magic have two more lottery tickets upcoming. They have cap space. You know, at some point, you want to really figure it out and be an over 500 team and make the playoffs, but I, I just think it's an embarrassment of riches somewhat. You could be like the Bulls and not make the playoffs and not have a pick. That's the worst. Very true. All right, no more magic questions. Uh, did Kevin Durant fake his injury to get out of the regular season? Did you see that? That was, because it was gonna, exactly what I was going to say. There's no way he was faking that. If he faked it, he faked it too well. That looked like it hurt. That looks scary and awkward, and man. That's so crazy. People complain all the time about load management, and I I paid tickets to go to this game, and that player didn't play. For something like that to happen, what a freak accident that he was going to play. Think of how much those tickets cost. It was the first game Kevin Durant was going to play inside the walls at Phoenix, and... He legitimately got hurt in warmups. I mean, it's crazy. When the trade was made, that's something I did talk about. Is like, yeah, it's easy to sort of put the Suns up as one of the favorites, but 
I got to see them be healthy at the right time. And as great as Kevin Durant is, he's got some like spindly legs and ankles, and he's had a lot of leg problems in his career. That's the only thing that can hold him back. And sure enough, freak accident. I mean, we talked about the importance of premier floor moppers, and uh, somebody I'm telling you, somebody was lacking. <laughs> I love the fact that we, I mean, I hate that that happened to Kevin Durant. I love that we were so ahead of the game. Really, you, credit to Tazi here, that you were so ahead of the game on talking about this on the show. Well, how important that is and why they get paid so well. I forget who the Magic were playing. I think it was the first Pacers matchup previous to the one that was recently played with Tyrese Halliburton's return. And guys were slipping all over the place. Gary Harris, I remember, slipped like twice and he even like was trying to talk to somebody about it. I'm like, man, there is millions of dollars worth of NBA players on the floor, and these floor moppers are really in charge. Everybody's sweating. The floors can get wet, or it's condensation from, you know, sometimes they move the floor out. Uh, but then in the Super Bowl, again, like, even though it wasn't floor moppers, it was still slipping on grass, and it's like, who knew that these would become yeah. major themes? I need grass moppers now. <laughs> How many brackets will you fill out next week? Hmm. Uh, this is a very easy answer for me. I have never deviated from this. I am a one-bracket guy. I am monogamous when it comes to brackets. <laughs> I'll fill out brackets in multiple locations, but it'll be the exact same formation in all of them. I don't want to have to track multiple. Part of it's just because of how simple my brain works. Yeah. I need I need a bracket, I, I and, and the last thing I want, and you get this all the time with fantasy football, is a, is you talk to someone and they go, oh, I had the twelve beating the five in my other bracket. I, know. I go, okay, no, I'm out on having a conversation yeah, with you anymore. You got to stay strong. I'm going to be in one with some of the hometown guys and then uh, the Zoneheads bracket, which I have yet to sign up for. I think I'll sign up for once uh, Selection Sunday occurs. So I'll go with those. I don't know if I'm going to do the same thing in both. I probably should now that we're talking about it. But I know what you mean. It's very fantasy, multiple leagues-esque. I mean, I you can do whatever you want. I just don't want you coming in going, well, you know, I'm doing great over here, <laughs> but over here, not so much. And it just gets confusing. There's 68 teams to choose from. Now I've got to decipher between two completely different brackets, let alone the freaks out there that fill out three or four. Get out of here. Oh, goodness. Just yeah, go with right. one bracket. That's it. You're right. Maybe, maybe go with the exact... If you want to do something different... I'm okay if maybe you pick a different champion, something like that. But if you fill out an entirely different bracket, that's just psychotic behavior. I to mean, me. that's what it's all about. Do you have your Elite Eight Final Four championship intact? If you can be somewhat close to there, it keeps you in the game. You can get a lot of early games wrong, but as long as you still have a few guys left, you're good. When cutting a steak, do you cut with the knife behind your fork or in front? I've never even thought to do this a different way. I always cut with the knife in front of the fork. Oh, I'm behind. Really? Uh, yeah, behind the fork. Wow. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? I don't know. You just watch somebody else do it? My barbaric ways. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't just pick it up and bite it. <laughs> I'm sure I have at one point in life. <laughs> uh... Yeah, there's a lot of questions. Aren't there are a lot of questions. I'm trying to figure out because we're running out of time. What uh, do you have? One that you think we should answer before we dip out of I here? I was going one by one at one point. My question: Why do they let Bancaro and Suggs? I think ah, it just reset. Fire multiple three pointers a game. I think is what it was about to say. And I just think it's the modern league. You got to get these guys ready to make the shots. If you're not going to make the shots at some point, you can't. Let's see, miss. Yeah, I think that's the question that was asked. At some point, you got to be like, all right, you're not a three point shooter, and the only time you'll be allowed to shoot them again are 
when you're ready to to take those shots. But yeah. Also, in the flow of the game, you, you have to be able to to make the open three when it when the ball finds you. You're open in in transition in concert, and uh, that's something that they got to improve on. And they know it, and I I think they can. They don't seem too far away. Suggs has made a lot of strides this year. Big time to me. He seems like he's way more mature. I think he's going to be legit very soon. I really believe it. How about this? Someone said on the um, the notion of not giving people enough time with the prize because the game is tomorrow night. This person said, tomorrow is very short notice. I've won three times and haven't been able to use the winnings because of my plans. I have a job and kids, and being able to go and do something on a day's notice isn't very plausible. You realize you're complaining about free tickets? Free tickets, F-R-E-E. You do not have to pay for these. You also don't need to compete in our little reindeer games. This you don't is have to win anything. Yeah, or you can ask a question with the asterisk, like, don't I need tickets. I can't go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't understand the way that people's brains work sometimes. Uh, there was another one about Isaac that I sort of wanted to discuss. Someone it, said, I can use the tickets. I have enough time. <laughs> that's great. Do you think Isaac is worth anything now that he's proven how frail he is? Yeah, that's the interesting part. I mean, I don't think he's going to make any sort of actual big money in terms of somebody giving him a brand new contract whenever the time comes. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard to trust somebody who can bring him in as a 12th man who can use him situationally. I think maybe we even discussed that earlier in the week. But uh, I kind of have shame. a feeling the Met, he's not going anywhere. I have yeah. a feeling he'll come back on a really cheap deal, like a bowl bowl deal. Uh, and because I don't see anybody else looking at his injury history and going, oh, I want to sign up for that. The Magic already know. They already know his injury history. They already know his medicals. I just don't see another team really wanting to sign up for that. He knows them, the where the Magic are in the rebuilding process. I guess what I just stated, 12th man, yeah. use them situationally. That kind of fits for the Magic, I suppose. Yeah. And they were 8-3 and three in games he played. So if, if they don't have to pay him, I mean, of course, I'd like to have him back. Good guy. Can play some defense, and when he is healthy, it's just hard to rely on. Someone said, "Why do I love your show so much?" Well, that's um, a great comment because we're genuine sports fans who care about our audience. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. Live for it, truly. Yep. We bleed it. Good stuff today, guys. We appreciate you coming through, even though you were late to the party. You showed the hell up. There's some football stuff here. Would love to answer, but uh, yeah, it's. Time crunch. This is what happens. We get so many magic questions, and you you guys know that we can go on for days about this team. Coming up next, we've got news on Zion, more on UCF hoops, and toilets. Final four things next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.